from Car Rigs and Ingram, this is It Figures, the CRI podcast, an accounting, advisory, and industry-focused podcast for business and organization leaders, entrepreneurs, and anyone who is looking to go beyond the status quo. Hello, this is Michael Scott from Car Rigs and Ingram, and today's episode of It Figures podcast. I'm the partner in charge of the Panama City, Florida offices, and today we're going to be talking about employee retention credits, but specifically the ERC relative to recovery startup businesses. With me today is Randy Matthews, and he'll introduce himself to you. Hello, everyone. My name is Randy Matthews. As Mike said, uh, I am a senior payroll tax manager for PayWorks. Uh, PayWorks is a portfolio partner company within CRI, uh, and uh, we do payroll processing, payroll tax, and in my role as senior tax manager, uh, as you can imagine, I've become infinitely uh, aware and uh, worked within the complexities of the uh, CARES Act and the various legislations that we've seen through the COVID crisis. Uh, So looking forward today to kind of getting into some of the uh, intricacies of uh, this program, which is really a very exciting program for new startup businesses. Thank you, Randy. Uh, I just want to begin by saying this is just an amazing benefit. And Congress passed this specific piece of it on March 11th of 2021. The incredible thing of this is that any new business startup any new business startup at all that began after February 15th, 2020 or later. Now think about that. That's 15th, February 15th, 2020. We're sitting here in late 2021, currently in the third quarter of the year. And so any business that has started up roughly about 570 days ago is eligible for this credit. The credit amount is up to $7,000 per employee and $50,000 per business. So think about that. Get your minds wrapped around that just a minute. A $7,000 credit per quarter per individual up to a maximum of $50,000 per company. Now, this credit is only allowed in the third and fourth quarter wages that are paid by a new business in 2021. Even though the business may have started in 2020, your third and fourth quarter wages qualify for the credit. The great thing about this is that there are no other criteria that you have to meet to qualify other than being a new business in this arrangement. As long as you are a new business and you pay wages, you do qualify for the employee retention credit. And this is huge. This is a once in a lifetime thing in our tax code. And, you know, we just want to shout this from the rooftops and tell anybody that you know um, that this is available and it's available right now. And it ends actually in December of 2021. Randy's going to talk a little bit, I think, about defining a new business startup, if you don't mind, because February 15th, even though it's an important date of 2020, there's some caveats in there that might allow somebody an opportunity that they may not realize. Right. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Actually, the IRS came out with some guidance uh, back in uh, late July that basically helped define what exactly is the start date of uh, of an 
entity. And basically what they've said is that, you know, don't get hung up on your date of incorporation. Uh, what you really need to look at uh, is when did you begin to function as a going concern and perform those activities that your business was organized for. So if you, let's say you incorporated November of 2019 and you did construction and development and things like that, and you know, even though you had employees all along, but you didn't really start uh, functioning as the going concern or, or for what you started the business for until after February 15th, you still qualify for this credit. So it, it's not necessarily date of incorporation or anything else. It's defined as when did you start to function as the going concern that you intended to be all along. Thank you, Randy. Tell me, if you don't mind, how does the startup ERC compare with the traditional ERC that many businesses have already been a little bit familiar with? Well, from our standpoint uh, and you know, from the standpoint of CRI, the calculation method is really uh, exactly the same. Uh, you know, it's still $7,000 uh, per employee per quarter based on qualified wages, based on uh, the limitations of, you know, $10,000, uh, the healthcare costs, all of that is exactly the same. Really, from a calculation standpoint, the only difference is the $50,000 limit per the, um, uh, the entity. Uh, most of the differences in the uh, startup ERC is on the eligibility side. You know, uh, there's none of the, you know, were your revenues down or uh, were you a shutdown? Uh, in all honesty, you, your business could have started and be doing very, very well. And just the fact that you started after that date, you qualify. So really everything's really on the, um, the qualification side. Yeah, it's incredible. I still can't get over the fact that a business could have started 600 days ago. So those of you listening, if you have friends or family or business acquaintances, you probably know somebody that has a startup business that has started in the last 600 days. And if they pay wages, they qualify for this. So it's, it's just incredible. Um, Randy, how, how do our clients apply for this, this credit? Well, there, there's really two methods. Uh, one that uh, uh, we don't recommend, the other that we do. Um, the one we don't recommend is you can file what's known as a Form 7200. And supposedly when that was set up uh, uh, by the IRS, it was a way for you to get the money quickly. However, that's a paper return. You send it to the IRS. The IRS is currently about 16 weeks delinquent in processing paper returns. So it's going to be four months really before that request even gets looked at. So it's really not what it was designed to be. The way we recommend is that you file it electronically with your quarterly 941, which is a, a form that uh, you know, you're filing already uh, as a business uh, paying payroll. So it's just uh, it's included in that return. And um, if you file it electronically, what we've been seeing is clients getting uh, the refund checks within, you know, we've told people 30 to 45 days is what to expect. But in some instances, we've seen it come back much, much quicker than that. So you would I mean, there's a difference, obviously, in filing the 941 electronically versus well, I just don't have time to do that right now and I'll do it. I'll amend it later. Um, isn't there a, a, 
a big difference in timing of when they actually get the money if that were to happen? Right. The, the same uh, logic applies uh, with filing a 941X as filing that uh, Form 7200. As I said, the IRS is extremely backlogged now in processing any paper return. So what you're going to see is, um, you know, it can be, you know, six months before you get that money uh, back. I have some instances of some clients that we filed 941Xs uh, for early in 2021. And, you know, here we are in September and we're still waiting for that money. Uh, we checked with the IRS. They show that it is received, uh, but it's waiting on someone to physically look at it. So we really recommend that if there's any way possible, don't sit on this. Go ahead and do it with your regular 941 and get it filed as quickly as possible and get the money when you need it, not when they have time to look at it. So, Randy, when we file those 941s or when PayWorks files those, um, what mechanisms do you have internally that allows you to say, hey, let's measure this and don't be in a hurry to file that 941? Don't you work really well with, I know, with, with Carvigs and Ingram on holding that up or, or co- collaborating with, with us in, in making that happen appropriately? Right. What... Uh what we really need to know, I mean, um, just to kind of let everybody kind of look behind the, the curtain here, when, when we file 941s electronically, it's not something that it waits till the very last day or the due date and you push a button and they all go. Uh, it's something that's happens ratably uh, throughout the, the month after the quarter ends up until the due date. So really what we need to do as quickly as possible is identify anybody that might be eligible for the startup credits and, you know, kind of put them in a suspended uh, pattern and just uh, wait for the information to come in or uh, whether CRI performs that calculation or uh, you request that PayWorks uh, does it. Uh, you know, once we get the calculation completed, we feed that into the, uh, the payroll software. Uh, it calculates the credits. We confirm it and uh, submit that electronically to the IRS as quickly as we can, because even, you know, once we, we get it, we get it calculated, you know, we're as anxious as you are for you to get your money. So, so we're not going to sit on it at that point. We're going to prioritize that return, get it to the front of the line, get it electronically filed, submitted and, and get the money back to us as quickly as we can. Yeah. And I think that's huge to make sure that we get that uh, together and coordinate that because uh, if they have to amend, it's just it's just a nightmare. And you know what what I found is, like you said, the IRS is very slow. But then the, the client sometimes thinks that we've done something wrong, and we actually haven't. It's just that the IRS is currently slow, and that could take a long time. So we try to avoid that at every cost. Um, Randy, who who uh, who should be performing these calculations? Is that something the client does and gives to us or, or how does that work? Well, I mean, uh, it can be a fairly uh, complicated, depending on your situation, calculation. Uh, obviously, there are factors. Uh, example, if you had a PPP loan that you're trying to seek forgiveness for, obviously, a PPP loan forgiveness, that is uh, greater than and it trumps uh, ERC because that's a hundred percent credit as opposed to a seventy percent credit, and it's non-taxable versus taxable. So, so we it can get fairly cap, uh, complicated uh, from that standpoint. 
So I think that's something that you want to engage, uh, whether it's CRI or PayWorks, uh, to perform those calculations. Because, you know, done correctly, um, you know, we've done hundreds of these, so we know how to maximize the credit and still protect uh, the PPP forgiveness. So I would encourage you to uh, engage either PayWorks or CRI to uh, perform this calculation for you. We have all the data, CRI and PayWorks being sister companies. Obviously, we have the ability to uh, for that data to flow as it needs to and get the calculations done uh, very, very quickly. Thank you. So my question is, when, when should these clients start working on this? Uh, should we just wait till we, you know, October 1st or October 5th or 10th comes along or, or how should they be or as a client be preparing to do this? Well, you know, kind of going back to your earlier question about the differences between the traditional ERC and the startup ERC, you know, this one is different in that it does not have the, the revenue qualifiers or, or things of that nature. So, I mean, there's nothing to wait on at this point. Either you qualify or you don't. And uh, uh, if you do think you might qualify, uh, let's go ahead and identify that now. Uh, sooner is better. That way, um, first off, you know, we create a list. Uh, and when October 1st rolls around and we're done with payrolls for the third quarter, you know, we can get the calculations done very, very quickly and get your 941 file, get your money back to you. But, but there's really no reason to wait. If you think there's a chance you qualify, ask the question. And I, I also would encourage you, it costs nothing to ask. So even if you think there's a possibility that you might qualify, ask the question. I think that's a huge, uh, important factor for all clients because sometimes, I mean, I have had clients think that they don't qualify and we look at it very closely and they do and they're just shocked. And it's, you know, the money can make a difference in the cash flow of the businesses uh, by a lot. And they have room to breathe in their operational protocol and it just helps tremendously. Uh, Randy, is there anything else you want to say about this before we recap and close for the day. Uh, this has been extremely insightful. Uh, do you have any other words you'd like to, uh, to add? Well, I would just encourage our listeners, um, uh, what we've seen throughout this entire COVID um, outbreak and all the legislation that, that came through uh, is the, the, the government and the legislatures, they've kind of found a new toy, if you will. Um, before you know, your 941s, your payroll tax deposits, those were sacred. Those never got uh, modified or messed with in any way. But now Pandora's box has been opened. And I think this is really just the tip of the iceberg. And I think more and more it's going to be important that um, all businesses are working. You know, there are a lot of, I call them payroll service providers out there. But I, I think really what you want to migrate toward is a payroll service partner because you need someone that is aware of these programs because the IRS is not going to call you and say, hey, you may qualify for this ERC. They're going to expect you to, to seek that credit on your own. And it's, it's going to be more and more important um, that you have a good partner. Uh, similar to your comments earlier, I've had clients that I went to that I knew enough about their business to know that, know that they might qualify. Uh, the owners of those business had no clue about the credit. And, you know, in some cases, uh, they were about to miss out on millions of dollars. And uh, 
it's 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 that big and it's that important that uh, that you really have a good provider and a good partnership with that provider. I I, I agree completely, and uh, thank you, Randy, very much. Again, Randy Matthews from PayWorks, uh, an associate a portfolio company of Carvigs and Ingram. Uh, I'm Michael Scott from Carvigs and Ingram, and we work together on your behalf to serve your needs and those that. Uh, your friends that you might want to send our way. We thank you very much for listening to It Figures podcast today. We invite you to visit CRICPA.com to listen to other podcasts that we have. And we thank you very much. And for sure, make sure you tell somebody about this. And if you're, if you have a friend or a business that their CPA has not told them about it, please have them call us either PayWorks or Car Riggs and Ingram and we'll partner to help those clients and friends to get the most out of this benefit that is astoundingly incredible for all recovery startup businesses in 2021 year, but that began their business in 2020. So thank you very much. We appreciate it and look forward to working with you as you see the need for us. If you want more CRI insights or are interested in learning about our firm, please visit our website at CRICPA.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of It Figures, the CRI podcast. You can subscribe to It Figures on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. If you liked what you heard today, please leave us a review. 